Hello, everybody. Hello, Terry Hi, all, and hello, my lovely Eloise. Oh, how's everyone? I was going to say in Teletop land, but in, <laughs> in podcast land. In podcast it's still land. still Teletop like land podcast. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> There's green rolling grass and the flowers. And, yeah. <laughs> anyway, hi, everyone. We're here for another week. Hello, all. Another... So to those of you in, in Montreal and probably, you know, this sort of Eastern time zone, we got a heat wave going on. Ooh. It was like 90 degrees yesterday. Wow. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that was kind of nice. Yeah. It's been a long, long winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good to see what's going on. So today we're going to do a um, call of the day. A card of the week, actually. Well, yes. Yeah. Day, week. So gonna... <laughs> well, doesn't day exist. Be... <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't really matter. It's all overlapping. Right? Yeah. <laughs> overlapping. We don't realize how much it's overlapping. And until you start doing something like reading tarot or what you do is in Mindscape, you just realize time is just laid up. Just the- constant. Just yeah. made up and made up according to your own internal conflict, right? Yeah. If you if you're if you're rushing and you have a deadline, time moves faster. Or that there's a I think it's risky business with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. No, no, not was it Tom Cruise or or was it? Um, oh, I was it that that. Um, Oh, that boy that, that takes a, a day off. Oh, no, I think it was no, that Bueller's other boy. Day off. He, and he's sitting in, yeah, Ferris Bueller's day off. That's it. And he's sitting there in class and the clock goes backwards. <laughs> you know, you're sitting in class and it's like, oh, yeah, what a memory, right? You'd sit in class and you'd watch the the, the minute the minute hand yeah. moving, but you'd see, the, you'd see it moving and then you'd it feels like it's moving backwards like oh it's almost time the bell's gonna ring and then it it's oh no it's the longest minute in history you can tell how subjective yeah our our view of time is yeah so nice nice topic Uh, we should uh, talk a little bit more about that but let's see let's see what the card is it might time let's see what the card of the day says now i'm doing it Card of the week. This is the week of June 10th, right? Well, Wednesday, June 10th. So, oh boy, it's going to be an inverted card, which is not always fun. We've had one every week. It's inverted. We haven't had the right way up. Was it inverted? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I thought we did last week. Anyway, I get mixed up with the card of the day that I post on the website. Check that out if you want to. Check that out if you like to. I know I have quite a few people who are always writing saying, wow, it's, it was so good to have that for today. It really kept me calm through struggles, etc. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so this is the Prince of Cups. Ooh. Upside down. So oh. you can imagine holding a cup of water yeah. in your hands and turning yourself upside down. You would immediately notice that your water is flowing out of the cup so it means that the cup is empty and everything falls out of it and because it's a masculine card Hmm. it's just talking about our masculine which is the active part of us the feminine is passive and i don't mean 
you know, the way we interpret passive as not doing a thing. It's a dynamic energy. Um, so the feminine dynamic energy, we would be falling back on, but likely uh, that that dynamism might be misinterpreted, might be um, un... What would be a good word for that? Like un undeveloped, but I, I don't really like that word. Uh, it would be unexplored. That would be better. We're unaware of the feminine energy. Now, that's definitely intuitive coming from this because, you know, sometimes you could see the masculine. Masculine always comes after the feminine. Uh, it should because behind every great man is a woman. That expression is really... Uh, a good one, because it lets us know within my own body mind, if my feminine is passive dynamic and my masculine is what moves, it's the thing that goes out and hunts and gathers things and um, um, brings it back to the dynamic nurturers. I often like the example of as a woman, when I am feeding my child and cooking for my child, I am um, in the masculine while I'm in the movement aspect. But the place where that nurturing comes from is my feminine. It's very dynamic, right? I may not know exactly what I want to cook that day. And within me, there's this passive energy just seeking out maybe intuitively or, you know, just putting together in a practical way, what are the things I need to cook for my child? Uh, when we're not in touch with that, we often run around in the masculine, women and men. We run around in our masculine and we, we empty it out and we don't know how to refill that cup. And we keep seeking, well, okay, maybe I need rest, I need a break. Well, that's likely something really practical. But oftentimes we'll think that we'll go through this thinking process of, oh my God, I shouldn't be resting. I should continue doing what I've always been doing. That is very mental energy. Now this is a, an emotional card. So we know that, you know, the emotions get emptied. Um, we don't necessarily, um, well, I want to say we don't necessarily uh, have a connection with what we really, um, what emotion we really have or the feelings that we have, but we're um, connected with our thoughts, which can also uh, empty out the heart. It can empty out uh, the emotions. It can, um, yeah, it could, it could be we're apathetic to ourselves. We're apathetic to our feelings. We're apathetic to our emotions, despite the amount of times uh, we'll say, but I feel, and usually, which I've said a million times, I think on this podcast, I know I'm exaggerating, is that we often mistake feelings for thoughts. Yeah. Like, I feel I should be doing more. That's not a feeling. There might be a feeling affiliated with it, uh, but a feeling is something we experience through the senses, the sense of touch. So we would feel pain or contraction or expansion or you know whatever 
Like if I put something soft on my skin, I will say it feels soft, but, but I could still look a little bit and go, well, what is the feeling? I, you know, my, my, my skin is experiencing this nice, gentle um, touch of a fabric, right? Or a roughness. Mm. So we don't, we don't actually, we're not actually clear on our feelings. Um, we really mix that up. So when the cups go empty, uh, usually uh, the mind has taken over and we don't really um, even, yeah, even uh, have an awareness of all the feelings that we have or the emotions. So there's, those are two separate categories. So an emotion is something that moves through us. So it's this movement and we can feel it. But we don't, an emotion is not a feeling. So those are things that are quite, um, I think, can be new concepts to, to most people. Hmm. I mean, I work with this all the time and they, you know, they'll mix up emotion and feeling and usually a thought. So if you're doing that, can you actually experience an emotion? So this, this can be twofold for you. There can be apathy. So oftentimes people who are depressed say they don't feel anything. They feel numb. Mm. So that really is a good indicator of apathy. So you could say you might, some people might feel a little depressed this week. They might not have feelings um, or they feel drained because the, the, usually the mind will um, abdicate or negate or um, even obliterate uh, the, the actual feeling or the emotion that we have. So we don't actually, we're not even in touch with them. If, if you're in touch with an emotion, you're going to know it's communicating to you. So if you cut your finger, mm. you know, okay, I've got to clean that out, tend to it, cover it up so it's nice and clean. I don't get an infection. Uh, it's going to hurt. Um, and that's, that's about it. You attend to it, but we don't attend to our emotions. Really all we do is go into our head and we continue thinking and thinking. So when you see the cups uh, going upside down, we know that there was an intellectual process or, uh, something that it's not actually an intellectual process. It's what we think is an intellectual process or the mind generating or, it actually doesn't generate either. Mm. Well, look at that. I'm trying to figure this out on myself. Yeah. <laughs> myself you know, trying to say it clearly, but the mind, we, the mind has a particular use. We have to use it in a particular way for doing different things. But just going round and round in our thoughts is not using the mind. That's lazy, like assuming or um, having shoulds and shouldn'ts. If I think, well, I'm tired and drained, but I should be uh, doing all my work. Well, you're going to spend a lot of time being exhausted. You might be laying down. You might be sitting down. You might be trying to figure out, you might be consuming sugar. I mean, these are classic examples of what people do. They can't get up or they're, they're dragging their feet while they're doing things. You might be dropping things. All of that stuff will go on. And the mind will continue chattering. 
and you'll just be going round and round in your thoughts, which means the cups don't get dealt with. In this case, your emotions and feelings, those two mm -hmm. different subjects. So if we, we notice what's going on, so if I feel anger, you know, it's a good time to stop and go, what's my anger, uh, you know, telling me? That even might be too heady. You know, that I just sit down and I go, okay, there's anger. So let me attend to it. Let me be with it and see what's going on. And I might notice, oh, you know, there's a mess here that keeps disturbing me. That happens to me quite often. Mm. Or, or I haven't taken appropriate breaks uh, between my work. You know, I might be overwhelmed. I might be oh, just all kinds of stuff. And you'll know that the anger is trying to move something out of the way. There could be something physiologically wrong as well, you know, that the body's trying to move, especially when someone's constipated, they get quite angry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there are lots of things that they, that an emotion can uh, show us, but we have to experience it clearly. And the only way to do that is to start noticing, um, Well, first of all, the conflict in our minds that don't even allow us to be part of life, right? To be part of this experience of life, this, this adventure. We're constantly uh, in this mental turmoil that it, it just obfuscates how we see the world. Mm. We can't see what is actually in front of us. You know, that's why people love, you know, going to courses that, you know, you learn something, you're so, so focused on yourself, you're not focused on activities or, you know, doing the laundry or going to yeah. work to take this you wonderful course and just be present with that course. Yeah. And usually it's something about meditation or self-healing and you know, they just go, oh, this was so wonderful. I loved every minute of it. And <laughs> even the, the course that I teach, I do, you know, the courses I've taught, Tara, Reiki, um, Breakthrough, you know, teaching all these things. Everyone has a wonderful time. They don't even want to go home. Yeah. And why is it? Well, we, we've cleared the, the metal from the dross. So we're actually sitting down and thinking about what is. Uh, it's so much fun if you do a tarot course and you you sit down and you're looking at the cards, but you're not you're not engaged with all of these mental thoughts. You can I, I have techniques to get us out of thinking and just being with the experience of the of the card and the images. I mean, of course, we learn meanings, but uh, the the thing that you want to do is extract from the card what you see. Yeah. And use your language to to express it. So, you know, I've given you a very involved um, card. You might read this card, Prince of Cups, upside down as, you know, there's a tall, dark stranger coming into your life that's very needy because the cups are upside yeah. down. Uh, you might find you're very needy because your masculine would be in a needy place. You could find it, your family is very needy that week. So all of these things I'm talking about help you clear that up. I mean, even if you have a child who's experiencing, um, you know, a bit of neediness, they need your attention. Well, it would be a good way to say, well, I will attend to you, but I'm not going to try and fix it. You wouldn't say that out loud, obviously. But if I'm clearing myself, I'm not going to try and fix your problem. 
I'm going to be with you and through example, show you how to be with an emotion Mm. rather than go up into the head that is always going to be conflicted. You can't fix uh, or have conflict resolved in the mind. You can't. And that's a heavy duty statement, but you can't do it. You, you, what you, you're doing actually is learning what the mind is designed for. You learn how to use it properly, how to think properly, not to just chase all these little uh, rabbits. You know, I love Alice in Wonderland because it's so indicative of the mind. Yeah. I mean, Alice in Wonderland is just our minds. You know, we go down this rabbit hole. Uh, sometimes you, we've talked about, um, you know, you could pass by a mirror and go, wow, do I look trim? Yesterday I woke up, I, I finally figured out, um, you know, with all the things going on in my body, oh, finally I ate perfectly one day. Yeah, I finally found what my body needed. Now, I don't assume that's going to happen today. I don't assume that because you don't know what I need today. But, you know, I was really in tune and I woke up and it's like, oh, look, look how trim I look. And then by six o'clock, you know, we passed by a mirror and like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? It's not me. So, you know, is it my eyes? You know, you could say by six o'clock, you could be a little inflamed or whatever. But that has happened to me in seconds. I could walk by a mirror and go, wow, you look quite nice. And then walk by a few minutes later and just see this, you know, slovenly, you know, belly hanging, boobs hanging (laughs) person. So I'm like, well, which one's real? So that's like Alice. Well, all of a sudden she's really big. Then she's really small. Right. And, and we're, we're constantly chasing those things in our minds and there we go. Here's time. Yay. The rabbit, right? I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. There we go. There's time coming in. So time also shrinks and expands. So what, what is actually real? You know, what, what, what is real? But when we go into chasing the thoughts in the mind, trying to fix them, correct them, all we do is run from um, one end to the other. Yeah. Right? We, we look at duality all the time. You know, we'll, we'll say, well, this is good and that's bad. This is good. Oh, if I could just resolve it. But the paradox is, so we have this dual nature when we have a concept, we need both sides because you can't know dark without light. So this duality that comes in and then the paradoxical nature starts to, I hope I'm doing this correctly, but it's just come to me that there would be a paradox in that, um, let's say we do blame victim consciousness. If I blame someone, I think it's going to... um, Uh, take the onus off of me and say, but it's your fault Mm. that I'm experiencing Mm. this. But the moment I say it's your fault, I become the victim. And there is a, a, so we got duality, but then the paradox that occurs with that duality. um, I, I can't think of another, but you know, I'm a good person because I follow this list of uh, recipes for living, your nice little recipe that tells you this is how you're a good person. But the moment something 
doesn't it, the moment something doesn't follow prescriptions all day long right yeah. we don't the recipe for living is is triggered or the recipe for living can't be applied to a particular situation all of a sudden we act in a terrible way so the moment we're we're triggered we can act badly according to us mm. right we yeah. act we act badly and right away we say but i don't act that way this isn't me well who is it them that is acting this way well right away you caused me to act this way it's not who i am it's it's me acting this way because of you so now i'm still the victim of of my world my environment so no matter where you go in the mind you won't be able to resolve anything it's really learning to think properly how can I, what is, what is proper thinking? You know, basically, you know, thoughts can be running around my head. If I start tuning into them or engaging or, or involving myself in them, I'm lost in Alice in Wonderland, lost. Instead, I'm, uh, you know, I see the thoughts and it's like, okay, there they are. Thanks. Mm. But I'm just doing what I'm doing, you know? And I know this happens to everyone. I, I was just catalyzed. I have to fill out a form. And uh, I know you filled out this form as well, Eloise. And, you know, it's right away. It was like, oh, my God, I'm gone blank. And my head started going around in circles. I said, you're going to stop now. Thank you, mind. And write down what you know. Do a little bit of research. And do it one step at a time. This does not have to be done by tomorrow. You're going to take your time. You're going to ask different people. And Eloise was one person Hello. I asked and a few other people so I could get my ideas straight to actually think. So what is, what is the question I'm being asked? What does it refer to? Then make notes of what it refers to and then starting to put your personal spin on it. Well, that's nice thinking. That seems to be proper thinking. But when I started, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to do it. Mm. So step by step, breathe. No, you don't have to do it right now. That's not, uh, that's not what you have to do. Uh, this came in. It's coming in the middle of your busyness. You'll find some time to take off and, and do it. And that's it. You know, you'll set, set it up. That's, that's all you need to do. That's proper thinking, practical steps that we take. So with all of that going on, the heart does go upside down. It starts to drain out if we're, let's say, not thinking properly, not taking a practical action, uh, trying to control um, unhealthfully the world. We know we can't control. We, I mean, that's clear. We can't control things. But um, we can have healthy um, control, and that's something to look into. Healthy control, what is that? And if I'm if I am or anyone is uh, triggered by uh, their ways of controlling, like some people say, well, I have healthy control. I'm telling my husband to do this and my child to do that. And so, well, that's not healthy. That's trying to control other people. So you feel safe, right? So you feel good about things. And that is going to drain like crazy. You're not, you're, you begin to be apathetic uh, towards your own experience of life and just run around looking at everybody else, right? So I know this is an in-depth view of this, 
But I imagine with the times we're going through that we can see this all around us in this present moment. Um, there are different um, groups of people. They're different. Every individual sees this experience we're going through right now, which everyone would know is quarantine. Um, we're coming out of quarantine. And every single individual would have their way of dealing with yeah. it. Which to me is appropriate. You deal with it in your own way. But, you know, we know that there are people running around trying to control others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they get angry. Yeah. They get, and, and this is not going to be practical. It's not, it's not proper thinking. It's not it's helpful. Well, not even, I, I prefer to use, it is destructive. Yes. Yeah. I know you, I, I know uh, as, a, as you're a Brit and uh, Canadians are often much like Brits. I mean, we, we brought the constitution home not long ago. So the queen is, is queen still on our money, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're very polite people. We you say know, sorry that for joke everything. About, that's right. So somebody steps on our feet, we say sorry, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, the, the, we're very similar that way, except that I have this uh, little strange part of me where, you know, I, I have my politeness, but I'm, I'm a catalyst in many times, yeah. you know, I catalyze uh, a lot of people. And when something hits me, that just is such a huge assumption and danger well destructive as you said um and and i'm bringing this up because you said not helpful and we often say that but if we really look at the word if it's not oh, yeah. helpful I, then it has to be I did mean it, destructive i did mean it in a sarcastic way <laughs> well it's great yeah. but and it, you know i know you <laughs> i know you hope i love bouncing off of you eloise because you are so great at at feeding you know, feeding me. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's, I know you are. I, I, you know, it just feels like that's what we've kind of established yeah. here, that you're going to go, let's poke Terry out, yeah. right? And, and I love it, right? Because you're, you're completely supporting me. So I hope everyone understands that Eloise is my... Um, Poker? You know, is that is that... Like, I kind of look at it as one of us is a straight man and the yeah. other one is the the comic and you're the comic and you bring this out and I'm the straight man where you know everybody could laugh off of because I do it I, I do it quite straight but well, I don't even know if I've got that right but um I, I I just want you to know that I love what you say and what you do for our work together on Thanks. this podcast and I hope everyone else really appreciates um even though Eloise doesn't say a lot she I'm she's here. just um, comes in at the right point with the, the right thing to say and it just really helps, right? Yeah. Like just if you had said destructive, okay, but when you said not helpful, I'm like, God, you're so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so helpful to say something like that because we we think in those terms. Not everyone. Some people will go straight on destructive. Yeah. Some people will. But it's it's few and far between. Most of us, you know, want to be polite and nice, and we don't want to rock the boat, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, 
I think it's really important to look it straight on and say, okay, um, these are destructive to ourselves personally. If, if I am engaging or involved in all of my thoughts, I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere. Mm. I'm just going to keep going in circles down the, the rabbit hole, you know, to taking the potion that the, the mind gives me. I'll be taking that potion and uh, big, small, big, small. You know, sometimes I have these ideas and I'm like, wow, what a great idea. And then two minutes later, someone says something and the idea shrinks down. Right. And I think that's why we need other people. Mm. You know, when we resist listening to what other people have to say, then, oh, my God, you're stuck in your own inflation and you, you haven't tested it. Yeah. But if I, right, I don't mean right. I mean, uh, yeah, like, I don't write. Uh, I'm just kind of exploring this now. It's it's a really interesting subject too, because depression also can be that way, that, that a person gets so involved in their thoughts that they even the idea that we that when th this is an interesting one so yeah. somebody's fine 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 and then they they get low for a day and they say i'm depressed that's a pretty serious statement for a day and then the next day you're fine or you're down for three weeks you know it, it's a pretty pretty big statement to say you're depressed yeah now, I, I've mentioned that this could be the experience of depression, but I think of it more in terms as a low point. But it's a very important point in our lives, communicating, uh, am, I, am, I, um, am I overtaxing myself, not just in what I do, but my thoughts? Am I engaged with my thoughts? Do, do I ever tune into how I feel? Do I ever tune into my emotions? And I know those sound like obvious questions, but people will tell me, yes, they're always talking about how they feel. And usually they're talking about what they think. Yeah. And that is just so, so sad. Even what they think about feeling down. If I feel low, um, you could say, okay, I'm feeling low. This is like a depression in the earth, right? Okay, but can't I um, use that experience to find out what's going on with me that needs attention? Hmm. Right, but we don't do that. We try to go in the mind and resolve what's going on in the mind. No, the mind's just going to tell you, this is bad. Wait, 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 this is bad. Run away, Buck up. Okay. Instead of, hey, I could just pay attention to it. So there we go. Lots of interesting things to ponder this week and ponder with really clear questions, not engage with your thoughts. So you can start to feel, feel what's going on with you. Feel even just to notice, well, what the heck is an emotion and what is a feeling? I know I've, I've read online so many definitions, but I prefer to think of if I'm a child, how do I explain an emotion? Yeah. If I just bring myself to the eight-year-old and how to explain a feeling. 
And I've guided people through this and consistently most everyone, when they really speak with, with the clear mind of a child, wow, they all come up with the same answer. Oh, it they, just come up with the same, they say, oh, an emotion is I feel it moving. They say, I feel the emotion moving. Mm. That's, that's all they say. And then what's a feeling? Oh, it's something that my sense of touch feels. Yeah. People get sense of touch. That's you know, sense of touch that's feeling it. You know, some people get really heady and go, it's these, the, the, the nerve receptors in the skin. Well, no, a child's likely not going to say yeah. that. Some might. But most kids go, no, my sense of touch. I see with my eyes, I hear with my ears, and I feel with my sense of touch. Oh, okay. They're really simple. So you can do that for yourself. Just, I kind of gave you the answer, mm. but, um, you know, you, you probably will find that's where you go, or you might describe it a little differently, but usually it's that simple. So we can feel an emotion, but an emotion is not a feeling. So if my emotion, if anger's move in my body, it's usually moving. Sometimes it feels hot. And, it, and then I, I feel it moving, but it's not a feeling. Right? Love is the same thing. People say love is an emotion. Well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think love is an emotion. But I can feel when I feel love, right? So love comes up and I feel it. But who can explain any of that anyway? Mm. It's this really nice, expansive feeling, and my it feels it feels like my eyes get covered, all my senses get covered. You know, there's no pain anymore. There's no nothing. Right when we fall in love, yeah, it's like this whole not only rose-colored glasses, but oh, this great sensation just covers us, and we call it being in love and. We don't see any negative things about someone uh, until a little bit of time goes by and all of a sudden, you've changed. You weren't like that when we first started dating. Of course they were. Of course I was that way. You just didn't see it. Yeah. You just didn't notice. Your rose-colored oh, yeah. your earmuffs, taste buds. <laughs> Nasal everything was and skin was just coated with this this filter of everything's beautiful. You know, um, there's been evidence that people who fall in love stop feeling aches and pains in their yeah. body. You know, people who fall in love just everything that was miserable goes away. It comes back, but it goes away for the time they're in love. And then here we go into the beginning of what I was talking about. We start to blame the other person for now changing everything. Meanwhile, we don't realize, no, it's us. Mm. It's us. We, we, we just have that on. We fall in love. We don't see, we don't, we see ourselves uh, reflected in the other. So uh, we look at them and we see everything wonderful and we see that reflected back at us. I see you're so wonderful and now you're with me. So everything's wonderful in me. But that doesn't last. It goes away after a while. Yeah. The, the wonderment starts to fade. And our, you know, our same old, same old comes back till we actually deal with that. So this week, it's a good idea to look at your thoughts and see that they are not thinking. 
thinking is very different from your thoughts. Notice what an emotion is. Notice what a feeling is. Notice how you mix up your feelings with your thoughts. And you say a feeling is a thought. Notice that you say an emotion is a feeling instead of I feel an emotion. Like I feel angry seems accurate to me. I feel anger. Mm. I'm feeling this anger. Yeah, sure I am. But we don't say I am angering. Like we, we don't have a word to say that I, 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 yeah, that anger is actually the feeling. But I can feel the anger. I can feel the sadness. I can feel the grief. I can feel the worry. Yeah, you can feel all those things. Yeah. They're not a feeling. So that's what I'm concluding on. I hope you guys have fun with that. Wishing you a lovely week and we will be back next yeah, week. Yeah, perfect. Bye, love. Bye, everyone. Thank